Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again, where every week I hope to bring you helpful hints and tips that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. And if you're listening to this podcast, uh, wherever it may be, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Google, please share it with your friends. Let them know that you're enjoying the content and join over 4,000 people who are tuning in to my weekly podcast and today what it is that I'm speaking about is why do agents seem to say and do the same things. Now over recent years something's happened to real estate agents. Many, especially those in the industry for less than 10 years are now pretty much saying the same things. For potential home sellers and buyers this can be quite strange as they meet agents from varying brands who almost say the exact same thing at a whether it be a listing presentation or an open inspection, as a completely different agent from a completely different company. Now, the generic agent, who in my mind, a generic agent is somebody who's got very limited experience but knows all the right things to say. Now, these people now present to the general public as a very proficient, albeit replica, of an outstanding agent. But the two should never be confused. Increasingly, buyers and sellers are noticing that agents are saying and doing very similar things to the extent that it is becoming very difficult for the public to discern who it is that they're speaking to. The main reason for this phenomenon is that agents, regardless of their brand, are either trained by or they're heavily influenced by pretty much the same industry figures. The real estate industry, like many, has its gaggler gurus who all purport to have the secret recipe for success. This gaggler guru is often exalted by a handful of real estate groups and who've been on the speaking circuit for many years, spruiking their secrets to an industry that experiences a very high level of turnover of staff. So in a very short period of time, a whole wave, a whole generation of sales agents are easily indoctrinated into a certain way of doing things. Now, It's important to note that at any given point in time, about 60% of the salespeople in our industry are less than 24 months away from leaving real estate altogether. But there is always someone ready to take their place. The moment a new member of the industry is inducted, they are taught the ways of the particular guru, their group, their brand, their office puts on a pedestal. Some of these trainers are on the corporate team, but for the most part these days, real estate gurus are independent and work across companies, training people, their methods all over the country. What is truly interesting is that many of these gurus were trained themselves by the same gaggle of people in the first place and abide by very similar methods as those people did all those years ago. Now, it could be said that these trainers are simply passing on tried and true skills. Now, this is in some part true, but what is also remarkable is that at the core of the information that is taught to these new agents are two primary skills. The skill set to prospect, so a prospect to find new homes to sell, and then the ability to convert and to list those properties. Far, far less emphasis is given on how to care for clients and, or surprisingly, how to negotiate a successful outcome. Now, why is that the case? Because those that list get to sell. Now, if you're listing a home, in often cases, especially in a good market, the property is going to sell itself. It's just the sale price that's open to negotiation, but the property is going to sell. 
But most importantly, those that list are the ones that control where a vendor spends their money. And herein lies the truth behind why it is so many agents sound so similar. Because the people that have taught many of the agents in the field come from or are heavily influenced by one of the media giants. Now, realestate.com and domain.com, they spend millions of dollars a year on sponsorships, industry awards, nights, corporate support and trainers to influence how agents spend their vendors' marketing dollars. This insidious influence and practice is exerted to such an extent that agents are now presenting very similar information to home sellers about how to best present and put their homes to market to the extent that many agents now sound like clones of each other. So although the vendor may have a choice of brand and agent, they aren't really offered too many options around how to market their home come sale time because the people influencing what the agent says to the vendor aren't working for the vendor, they're working for the big media companies and in those interests and not in the interests of the client. Even buyers have remarked to me that when they've tried to negotiate with agents to secure a home, that they hear the same old lines, see the same strategies at play, and are observing very little delineation between agents. And I started noticing this myself some years ago. Several very successful agents were and are pretty much running the same scripts and dialogues as each other and selling vendors on spending too much money on the big real estate portals. I saw this for what it is and reflected on how it is that I learned the art of selling real estate way back in the late 1990s. Even then, the big media barons were heavily influencing what agents were presenting to home sellers. But now, the media companies almost have set scripts for the agents to regurgitate to potential clients, which limits choice and, I think, opportunity. I took a big step back from this phenomenon a few months ago when it was my time to reconsider where and how we invest our marketing, vendors marketing funds. I identified how we found buyers, at what points of the campaign that we met the best buyers and surveyed the buyers as to how they found homes and how it is that they found us. Now, interestingly, buyers that are really focused on finding a home are really zeroing in on area, price to within a range of fifty dollars or $100,000. And after an initial period of looking at everything, they quickly focus in on just the new releases. So this is very interesting data to come across when you're recommending to your vendor whether or not they should be spending uh, hundreds of dollars on realestate.com and domain.com or thousands and thousands of dollars. In surveying the buyers at open inspections, we found that over 30% now, this was a huge surprise to me, but over 30% of our buyers came from social media in the first weekend. Now, this made me think as to whether we were spending too much of our vendors' money on uh, the traditional means of marketing and not enough on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram and the like. It also made me think as to why it is that none of the gurus are suggesting to their protégés, the agents that they're training, to spend more money on Facebook. But of course, that's because Facebook isn't paying them to do that. At Real, I've made a real genuine point of demonstrating why certain agents behave in certain ways and why it is that as an independent brand and not being under the tutelage of a big name real estate trainer, how this is actually helping me achieve results that others just simply will never enjoy. The reality is that when you are independent like me, a local 
you and and if you are a local like me, you question the establishment and you seek better ways to add value for those you serve because they're often your neighbours, they're they're the people you bump into at the shops, they're your friends, and in so doing, you'll find I sound very different from the other agents. It is one of the reasons I write a blog every week, why I produce a podcast every week, why you see I create a whole lot of content on social media every week. It's so I can better position my clients with the very best information that I can conjure because there is so much fake news and misleading information being perpetrated by agents that just don't know any better. It's not because... It's not not because they're being malicious. They've just been trained that way and don't know any better. They're working under the influence of someone who does not have their vendor's best interests at heart, but instead have the pockets of a billionaire in mind when they're training a real estate agent. But when you support me, you support a local. He understands the system. He questions everything and who only makes recommendations based on my real-life experience and that of my clients. And in so doing, I'm expanding my clients' opportunities while seeking to save the money, which is very much unlike what most agents are doing right now. This is why when you speak to me, you don't hear the same old lines, you get the same old type of vibe. I offer a very different experience because I think from a different perspective, that of someone on the outside that was once trapped in the same paradigm, that same corporate trap that I see so many people in the industry still stuck in. But now, now I'm free. So remember, if you're speaking to agents and wonder why they all sound the same, it's because they're all taught by the same people to say the same things. If you're a home seller, that is exactly the type of agent you want to avoid. If you are a buyer, they are in fact the easiest to manipulate in negotiations. So stay tuned for next week's newsletter and podcast when I explain how you can leverage all of this information to your advantage as a home buyer. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.